everyone. Welcome back to But What Will People Say? I'm your host, Disha Mazeppa, and this is a South Asian interracial relationship and lifestyle podcast. Welcome back for another episode. First off, I want to say a huge, huge thank you to everyone who shopped during my little shop launch on Etsy. My Etsy shop is Disha Mazeppa Designs, and we released some Diwali onesies and other little Diwali things like cards and stickers rangoli stencils, all that good stuff, along with all of my usual stationery, stickers, bookmarks, and things. So if you shopped, thank you so much. If you're exploring, feel free to ask me questions or send me any things that you might be wondering about. I don't know. I don't know what you're wondering about, but Diwali's not till November, so you guys have plenty of time. The only caveat is once the onesies are sold out, I'm not restocking them because they take me forever to make. So if you want a onesie for a little tiny human in your life, now is probably a good time to grab it. But anyway, getting to this week's episode is another solo episode. It's an episode I've kind of been putting off doing because um, I have sort of like a personal role where I don't give advice on this show. But I was like, let me just like make this episode and maybe it'll maybe it'll help somebody out. So in this episode, I basically just talk about like how to tell your parents Again, it's less advice and probably more of a pep talk. So if you need a pep talk to put on your big girl pants, this is probably the episode for you. So let's get started. All righty. Let's get to the question I have pretty much avoided answering since the start of this podcast. It's the how do I tell my parents? Listen, I get this question like from random people in life, online, in my DMs, just as a general thing. I The thing with me avoiding this is because when I started this show, I was like, I'm not giving people advice. And I try really hard to stick to that rule because, like, I am only one person and my situation is only one story. And so I can't tell you how to do it with your family and your parents and how to introduce them to your partner. Like, your parents are different. Your situation is different. Your partner is different. Like, there's so many variables. So this episode is going to be a little bit more of a pep talk and probably a little less advice. But you know, there's some general rules to always follow that I will sprinkle in and hopefully it gives you the courage to tell your family about your partner and bring home whoever it is you love and hopefully it goes as best as it possibly can. I can't guarantee outcomes, but you can control your life. And at some point you have to decide that you are going to control your own life. So here's how we're going to do it. On this show, I can only share my experience and I can only share the experiences of my guests. So if there is a guest on this show that maybe their situation is a little more similar to you to yours, then that's probably the episode to listen to. If you want to know more about me and how I told my family, you can listen to the pilot. I give you 45 minutes of how I told my family, but I will give you the SparkNotes version right here. And that is I had a support system where my cousins were in the room with me when I told my parents. So I didn't tell both of them at once. I only told my mom and I was so scared and I was so nervous that 
when we sat my mom down intervention style, my cousins, the three of them, were the ones to actually say, you know, that guy, Mike, that Disha always has around, well, that's her boyfriend. And that was it. Like, I didn't really say anything during the conversation because I was busy crying and freaking out. And so my cousins did the talking for me and they are Gen Z and they are ballsier than I have ever been in my life. And so they were just out there and being like, this is what it is and we need you to be supportive about it, Leela Auntie. And that's what they did. And so I really owe them a lot and I'm grateful that I had their support. I can't imagine what it's like to be going through it completely by yourself because it's it's just so hard. I know it is terrifying and it's scary and it feels like this like earth shattering decision in the moment. But being three years out and getting a little more perspective and being able to step back from the situation, like one, no regrets Two, way less of a big deal now than it felt like in that moment because you get perspective and you realize like there's literally so much more in life than like bringing home your partner and we'll get more into that in a little bit so that's the spark notes version that's how i told them my mom reacted fairly positively um then she told my dad and then shit hit the fan and it was a lot of back and forth it was a lot of like repetitive conversations it was a lot of explaining what dating is because we weren't engaged at the time and so that was my situation And you just kind of like put one foot in front of the other and eventually it things hopefully change. For me, they did and everyone came around and maybe everything isn't perfect all the time. But for me, I always say like I had the best case scenario where my family got on board. You know, we eventually did get married. It's been a few years now. Um, But that's my quick Sparknotes version. But again, if you want more, check out the pilot. A few things when you're going into this and deciding, you know what, I have found my person and maybe they're not your person. Maybe they're just someone you're dating and you really, really like them and you want to tell your parents because you want to have this open relationship with them. You have to know your own situation. You have to know what are you walking into? How do you think your parents are going to react? Is it better to tell one person instead of both at the same time? Do you have one parent that maybe is a little more reasonable? In my situation, it was my mom. So no where you're at and also like as a general rule for women you should be financially independent i know this is like always reiterated so i'm gonna say it again be financially independent have your job have some money set aside make sure that you have a backup plan like for me going into it it was prepping for the worst case scenario which was basically being told that i need to get out of my house like leave get lost you're like we're done with you thankfully that didn't happen but guess what Michael was lined up at home waiting to come pick me up. God forbid that happened. He was like, if you get kicked out of the house, like, I'm just going to pick you up. We're just going to go and we'll deal with it afterwards. We're not going to, you know, move out that night. But like, that was the worst case plan, right? But I came in with my cousins. And so I had a whole lot of buffer and they stuck around for the weekend. So my parents couldn't like completely implode. So that helped. So be financially independent. Make sure that if you need to have rent money or money for a hotel or, you know, all of that ready to go. If you are someone who is financially reliant on your parents, it's going to be a lot harder because then they have something they can control you with. And so 
that is a huge, huge factor. I had been working for about a year full time at that point, And basically, I was hell bent on moving out. So when I told my parents, the plan was I tell my parents and two weeks later, I was moving out. They didn't know that I told them that afterwards. It was a long weekend, guys. But that was my plan. So I had everything set up in a way where like, this only ends where I get what I want. I hedged my bets on that. Um, So that's something you should definitely consider. Because ultimately, the space when it came to moving out was essential because it let me decide on my own terms whether I was in the right relationship. Because we go into this like fighting for this like person. But half the time we're in like a fight or flight mode in the relationship the whole time because we feel like we can't really be ourselves because we're like probably lying to our parents. And then if you're living in that house, they're like breathing down your neck, especially after they find out about them. And so having that space meant, okay, my parents know about Mike, but I'm over here living my life. Now we're in a relationship where I don't have to keep secrets from my parents, but I'm also away from them and that I can like still do whatever I want, right? Like Michael can come over, we can go hang out, we can go on dates, whatever. Because it was a very big shift in our own relationship when it went from you're a secret to you're not a secret anymore. Because it added this other layer, but it also lifted so much of the pressure off in the sense that like, I also decided like, I'm just not lying to my parents anymore. And like, they can be as uncomfortable as they want, but they're just gonna have to suck it up and deal with it. And if that means they have to go talk to their friends or talk to my aunts and uncles or talk to each other, like, do you do what you got to do. But like, it is not my job to be on the receiving end of your uncomfortableness. So that was that. The next thing I always advise is like, prep your partner, like they should know what you might get into from best case scenario to worst case scenario. They have to know that like this is going to be an uphill battle and you have to accept how they react to that. Like if they decide like, I don't want to deal with this. And I dated guys who basically were like, yeah, I'm not going to deal with that. And that's just what it is. Like you don't want to be with someone who's not going to be there through thick and thin. So like if they decide they don't want to put up with all this like drama, they don't have to. And it's quite frankly, it's just not their job. Like once I told my parents like, I fought the battles with my parents. Like there was no point in which I let my parents talk to Michael however they wanted. I was like, you can come through me and you can say whatever you want to me, but you will not go after that man. And I didn't let it happen. Sometimes he was in the room when they were going after me. And that is where Michael was getting upset, where like he was hearing the way my parents were speaking to me about me, about my relationship. And that's where he would get upset about it like he wouldn't get angry like he would just get sad because he was just like I don't because he just like couldn't to an extent understand like how can your parents say these things to you I'm like what's it like being white Michael your parents like literally are just like everything you do is amazing honey and I'm just here like I don't know I don't know so there is that prep them make sure they know and hopefully it's generally smooth sailing right like that's the best case scenario but they should also be warned and be made aware so that they can make their own decisions because there are definitely times where I was like, it's not fair. It's not fair to them. You know, it's not okay that like my parents say these like rude and disrespectful things about me and about my partner. Like it's just not okay. And like, so 
it's really not on them to deal with it. And sometimes it sucks to like accept that and be like, yeah, you know what? Like you don't deserve to go through this. And so if they're choosing to stick around and go through it, like kudos to them. And I always try to give credit to partners where credit is due because they put up with as much shit as we do because sometimes most of the time they don't really understand why it's happening. Like, why is this such a big deal? Why have I been a secret for so long, right? Those exhausting conversations for three years of like, why haven't I told my parents about you? And yet I met your mom three weeks into our relationship. Like, it's already so much for them. And so I I always say, like, give them some credit, give them, cut them some slack. The next thing is to have a support system of your own, not just your partner. I'm talking about outside of your partner. You should have people who are there to have your back no matter what. Because like I said, it's not fair to your partner what they have to go through. And it's not their fault if they were to decide that I can't put up with this. I can't go through this. This is too hard. Like it sucks to hear, but it's really not on them. But your friends, your cousins, your day ones that will always, always be there for you. You should have that. Because if you're going into this solo One, it's going to be really, really hard and it's going to be kind of like this like uphill situation that nobody wants to go through. So definitely have that. And when I talk about a support system, you have to remember they're not just going to have to be there like when you tell them, right? Like my friends weren't there, my cousins were, but they're the people that are going to have to be there for you like on your good days and on your bad days. As much as I'm, you know, always here like you should all be strong, independent women like These are things where like, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to have need to have someone to lean on. And that's just what it's going to be because you're going to have some days where it's fine and then some days where it's not fine. And that might be because of your parents. That might be because you live with brown girl guilt or shame or all that other crap we talk about on this show. Have the people to lean on and be okay with it. Be okay with having help. and. If that support system isn't there, maybe therapy is an option. Having somebody to talk to and not brush all of this under the rug is a good idea. So have that support system. I've only said that 500 times. Okay, next thing. If you're worried about safety, which is a massive red flag, by the way, like we've got bigger problems if you're worried about your safety and well-being when you bring home your partner or talk about your partner or tell your parents about them. Like, first of all, if you are, again, we have bigger problems that I cannot help you solve, but do it virtually. Don't do it in person or do it in a public place where they can't cause a scene because there will be other people around. Or at least if you need to call for help, there are people around Um, or do it over the phone, do it on Skype, whatever. And really take a look at your life. In that moment, because if you are worried about your safety, like genuinely concerned, like I said, we've got some serious issues and maybe we need to figure out like what is your life right now and like why is this such a concern and that maybe there are other things that need to be dealt with first. So don't do anything that might cause you harm. Just don't do anything where, yeah, that's all I have to say on that. So definitely things that like red flags to look out for like 
you shouldn't be. And if you are, we've got some bigger issues. The next thing is keep it in perspective. I think in that moment when you're like uh, accepting that, like, I have to tell my parents about this guy or this girl, whatever. It's like it feels like it's this earth shattering, like the tectonic plates are moving. And the reality is like and this is something Michael had to remind me of a lot. He's like, you're just telling them you're dating someone like it's realistically not that big of a deal and like yes okay you can say he doesn't understand our culture or whatever but like that's exactly what it is like taking all feelings out and aside all you're doing is telling them that you are dating someone that's it so keep it in perspective now if your parents want to act like this is some like tectonic plate shifting event um they're like have they not watched the world news there are like massive problems in this world have we talked about climate change your boyfriend is not that big of a deal and if your parents are going to act like it remember that's on them and you can keep things in perspective by remembering like i'm just doing like a thing everyone does which is eventually bring home somebody to their parents and say like oh i like this person like that's it that's all you're doing okay they just happen to not be brown and everyone likes to act like this is the world's biggest deal and it is a daunting thing to do in our culture but sometimes keeping things in perspective and realizing like you're not doing anything unusual really helps because like I feel like you were like thinking about telling our parents and it's like it's like we're telling them we murdered somebody like mom like I need you to help me bury a body like that would warrant a terrified situation where oh my god I don't know what's going to happen but you're just telling them you're dating someone so let's keep things in perspective Let's reel it in. Let's keep things toned down. All right. Everyone stay calm. This is not the fire drill episode of The Office. I hope you got that joke. Okay, moving on. You got to tell you have to tell yourself that your parents reaction is a choice. So you've told them they're panicking, they're freaking out or they're doing well and they're trying to keep it together. Kudos to them. It's a choice. How you react to things is a choice. And they are grown-ass adults who are making a decision to react poorly. They can be shocked. They can be taken aback. Maybe they need a few days to mull it over. But ultimately, whether they choose to build a bridge and get over it or not is on them, right? Just like you choose to be happy and in a good mood today and live your life and you chose to date this person and you chose to order a coffee at Starbucks, they're choosing to react poorly. And it's not your fault. It is definitely not your fault. Okay, they can sit there and make it your fault all day long. They can be like, oh my God, you're going to give me a heart attack. Oh my God, your father's blood pressure is going up because of you. No, your father's blood pressure is going up because he eats fried vegetables for a living and has never walked on a treadmill in his life. Okay, not because you're dating someone. Your physical decisions do not make an impact on your parents' health. Okay, like Maybe go tell them to do a yoga class. That's an Indian thing, right? Maybe you should tell them to try being more Indian too. Okay, that's my two cents on that. It's not your fault if they try to like do this like guilt tripping, manipulating shit. I'm like so over it. Can you tell I told my parents years ago, I have lost any and all patience for like the brown parent 
having a meltdown. I just, I just, I have no empathy for it anymore. You can play that generational trauma card all you want. I don't have patience for it. Next thing, where are we on next? I have a whole list here, guys. I like really prepped for this one. Ultimately, you are choosing your life and the life that you want to live. It's not about your partner because guess what? Life happens and they might not always be there. They might choose to leave. You might get divorced, whatever. That's not what you're fighting for. You're fighting for the life that you want because ultimately, this is a decision that you're making for yourself. And for a lot of you, this is probably the first decision you've made for yourself. You probably spent your whole life living to make your parents happy. You dressed the way they wanted. You acted the way they wanted. You made sure you had brown friends. You did all the right things. You went to school and got a good college degree so that they can eventually marry you off to a doctor so you never use that degree, which is so dumb. And then suddenly you're like, this is the one thing I'm putting my foot down about, right? Like, this is the one thing I'm fighting for. And it's like, your parents act like it's the worst thing ever. Really, this isn't about your partner. It's about the life that you want to live. Do you want to be someone who always lets your parents make the decisions for you? Are they the ones that are going to draw the map of your life? Or are you going to do that? Because eventually you are going to put your foot down, right? Like maybe you're going to be like, you know what? I am going to move out. That's a decision you make for yourself. Or I'm going to move to another state or I'm not going to pursue a career in medicine or law. I'm going to do something else. These are all decisions you make. And who you choose to date is just another decision. And if you keep letting other people make those choices for you, well, then you're never going to be in charge of your life. Because guess what? You fight for your partner and maybe it doesn't work out. Are you going to go right back to living life the way your parents wanted to? Are you going to be like, mom and dad, you are right. I should have never dated this person. I'm going to go back to living under your roof, under your rules and doing everything you say all the time, even though by this point, you're probably well into your 30s. When does it stop? When do you put your foot down and say, this is my life? You just got to start acting like it. So this is where my pep talk comes in. You got to put on your big girl pants and you got to do what you got to do. And if that means choosing the life that you want and living it the way you want, you have to do it. South Asian women spend so much of their life in like the backseat. We talked about this with Jazz, who was on as a guest. Stop being in the backseat. Get in the driver's seat. All right. Start taking control of your life. Okay. Because you're the main character of the story of your life. And you need to start acting like it. Stop letting the supporting actors make the decisions. Okay? It's your life. You need to start living it. And quite frankly, that's scary and that's daunting. I get that. Okay? Because guess what? If you fail, when you fail, and when things might hit the fan, guess what? All of that responsibility now lands on you. But guess what? You can do it. You are perfectly capable of handling it. You've gotten this far in life. You probably got like straight A's your whole life if you're like every brown kid I've ever met. Like you're you're going to be fine. You're capable of making decisions and it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to make the wrong decision. But the only way to learn is by doing it. And if you keep letting someone else make the decisions because, you know, they apparently know better than you do, I don't think that's true. And eventually you have to realize you know yourself better than your parents do. So take charge of your life. Do what you got to do. I hope this was helpful. 
I know it wasn't a ton of advice. At least I hope it wasn't a ton of advice. I think this was just, if you needed to hear these words, if you needed someone to tell you that you need to like put on your big kid pants and get to it, I'm here telling you, do it. Get your act together. Get after it. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Make sure if you enjoyed this episode, you leave us a review on iTunes. You can find the show on all major streaming platforms. You can find me on Instagram at disha.mazeppa. You can shop my Etsy shop, Disha Mazeppa Designs. Find out everything you want to know about this show at dishamazeppa.com. And if you or someone you know would like to be a guest, you can email bwwpspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. This podcast is hosted and produced by Disha Mystery Mazeppa. Music for the show was created by Crexwell. Mm-hmm.